Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Thanks for tuning in to Six Unseemly Questions. This show, we have a guest host, Leslie, where Dave Brzezinski is out of town. And this was recorded way back in the beginning. This happened during the Brett Kavanaugh trial. So check it out. Jake Flores is our guest. Welcome to Six Unseemly Questions. I'm your host, Victor Vernado, and this is my sidekick, Leslie Ware. Sidekick? Yes. <laughs> yes, sidekick. By the way, everybody, um, that's not unusual. Uh, I have a running gag with our host, Dave Rosinski, where I call him a sidekick every episode. And all of the promotional material for the show, I'm writing, listing him as a sidekick, but saying that he doesn't appreciate it. Uh, so it's just a running gag. I actually think I'm feeling more you guys in to just make you know that Leslie and I have a good relationship. <laughs> just trying to trying to let you know that everything's okay. Um, and now, uh, Six Unseemly Questions is uh, my show where I get to ask questions of a contestant. And uh, every time that they answer a question well or they deflect the question well, uh, I will ring a bell to let them know that I thought that was great. At the end of the show, no matter how many bells have been rung, I will uh, give the contestant $5 if I think the show is worth it. I have given $5 to people. I have not given $5 to people. It is a real game show uh, with real American $5 money. I like it. Yeah, there high you go. Stakes. Exactly. This is a high stakes show. But I, I, will, I will warn you that I did not give Leslie $5 when she was on the show as a contestant. Leslie, my girlfriend. Oh, and you like slept on the couch that night. <laughs> and I slept on the couch that night. She lied for comedy's sake, <laughs> you guys. Wait, you sleep in the same bed as your sidekick? <laughs> yeah, yes. like actually his side piece. We're, we're, like, we're like Batman and Robin. Robin was Batman's sidekick. <laughs> we're like and, yeah, we're Batman and Robin's sidekick. That's the side, side, sidekicks they were. All right, Our so... Bright and Ernie. Uh, welcome to the show. They were both each other's sidekicks. <laughs> welcome to the show, Jake. Thanks. And are you going to tell us anything about yourself? Just tell us your... your... Um, sure. My yeah. elevator pitch for me as a human. Mm. Yes. Um, I am a stand-up comedian, right. uh, writer, um, general online person. Um, I, I have a podcast called Pod Damn America. If you're interested in um, yeah. sort of left-wing, more socialist-leaning politics, um, and you want to listen to something that's maybe funnier than like Jacobin Radio or something like that, <laughs> um, <laughs> check us out. We do two a week. Um, it's been getting pretty good. Nice. Got some big guests coming up. Awesome, Jake. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, also, we have a studio audience right now. We have uh, Malia Sias. Is that the right, Sias? That that is correct. I said it right, Nailed Sias. It. I've been get, I've been I've been paying more attention to people's last names because I realized I had a friend and I was saying his last name wrong for like over a year, <laughs> and he just never had said anything to me. Lou, oh my God, Lou Armistead, Lou. whom I used to call call Lou Amistad. Oh, no. <laughs> I was I was not doing his name right. 
for a year. And so I've been double checking. I have a friend who I've known her probably 10 years and she still says CS. But I oh, feel yeah? like she got Malia right, which is hard enough. So I just give her. No, I get it. But I don't, I don't want to be that friend. Not anymore. <laughs> okay. Uh, and also in the studio audience, Kristen Kirkley. Okay. So uh, I'd say it's time to get to your very first question. Cool. I'm stoked. Yes. As am I. I am also stoked. I don't even know how to show how stoked I am more than I am showing it right now. You look- <laughs> See how stoked I am? Yeah, this is wild. You look so stoked. Time for your first, first question. Uh... What's the closest you ever came to killing someone? <laughs> um, I like the closest person I've ever come to killing is probably myself. That that you were living recklessly, or you took action to oh, kill yourself? Okay, actually, that's a good question. Yeah, right. Uh, both. Um, I've been oh. I've been like depressed in my life and been like you know kind of like it all and thought about suicide, but I've also just done insane. Shit that I very mm-hmm. well could have died doing. Let me tell you a story. One time when I was like 18. I, I'm, I'm, I'm engaged already because you started. Let me tell you a story. <laughs> that is, that's movie level engagement. Okay, let's do it. I forgot about this. Tell so, me the story. Sometimes I just have flashbacks. To I'm like, oh my God. Like what? The, I, can't, I should be dead, you know? Wow. Um, Glad of, you're not. Me too. Um, one, me one of the things I did was um, so a friend of mine had built like, uh, like worked on cars. He just like had a bunch of weird old cars around he was uh-huh. like trying to get into like muscle cars and shit. and so he had this el camino right and uh we drove it out to this junkyard and i can't remember why we did this but we were like chaining various to the back bumper of it and dragging <laughs> it around okay and at one point we chained an old um like uh d- dishwasher or laundry machine a cube you know to the back of it and then i was like yo I want to write it. <laughs> and so I wrote it like, um, you know, like a, like, like a mechanical bull style while he slowly sort of dragged it around. And it was we were going pretty slow, but it was really fun. But it was super dangerous because every once in a while it would hit a rock and pop up in the air and I have to jump off of it and stuff. And, uh, you know, we went like a little while and eventually started going too fast. And I was like, I need to cash out before this goes like really bad. Um, but sometimes I just wake up at night and I think about that. And I'm like, I should be dead that was like so dumb another one is uh one time me and uh my friend joe stats we were walking around downtown austin and we were like um uh we were just drunk and he goes hey let's go into this hotel there's this big like high-rise hotel and i don't have any idea if this is true but he was selling it like um you know tyler durden fight club style Mm -hmm. it's like secret knowledge he's like i used to work in hotels and thing that no one knows about hotels is there's a secret kitchen in the middle of the building it's not on like the 12th floor or the 13th floor it's on this like sunken like middle part in between the two so you can't get to it on an elevator you have to go up to one of the floors and then look for the hidden door right and he was like we should try to find the um <laughs> the secret kitchen that they use for room service and just like steal a wheel of cheese or something you know because they'll never know because they don't expect people to know how to get into the secret kitchen so if you just walk in confidently you just take something and leave that was the whole plan right mm-hmm. um somehow cut to like half an hour later we're on the roof we just found the roof somehow and um we uh ended up jumping from one part of the roof we were on and landing on like a a catwalk mm-hmm. like a, a fire escape on the other side like over the gap what? like 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 um like spider-man you know, uh-huh. like dumb superhero <laughs> yeah. shit. And I was just, you know, kind of drunk and kind of like, 
confident and feeling it and we did it and then sort of like afterwards i was walking home it all hit me like all at once like what the f did we just do <laughs> <laughs> that was like the dumbest thing i've ever done that's uh yeah that sounds pretty crazy you know what that deserves a bell hey. yeah it does deserve a bell um he tells the story like a, a longshoreman like on a haunted pier he's like listen kids <laughs> that was a good prompt yeah that's uh that's what the show's about the show's about just asking fun questions and then you get a chance to answer them uh you ready for your second question sure uh what is over the line for you sexually? <laughs> um, wow. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, I'm like, uh, I've done some things. I've been some places. Okay. I, yeah, I, I, I happen to know that, which is why I thought this would be a fun question for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ran into Victor one time, me and uh, my, uh, my girlfriend, my partner that I'm still with. Uh, when we first met, we were faced and we came up with this idea to i had a bunch of money because i just um just got written an op-ed in new york times and i had this like you know every, every once in a while you have like a burnable 500 bucks and you're like this is never gonna happen again so you, you know go buy an xbox or something we got into this weird thing where we were like gonna go to babeland this uh sex shop and just mm -hmm. buy a bunch of crazy shit. and you know we just met and we're like you know, I'm not like a like a sex person. Like, there's some people whose identity is sex, and that's like a little annoying, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Like, I am like, um, you know, kind of a deviant, weird, kinky person or whatever. But I'm mm -hmm. not like, hey, everyone, you know, read my, come to my one man show where I talk about it or whatever. I think it's kind of a <laughs> lame identity. I, I would say I'm I'm the pretty much the same way as you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not buying a leather strap suit for myself anytime. Yeah, that's. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so it's, it's right, Leslie. <laughs> I'm like, thank God you're not buying yourself a leather <laughs> strap suit. <laughs> yeah, you can moment Victor's just wearing a full gimp costume. <laughs> this is who I am now. Oh, God, no. <laughs> you're my sidekick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, I don't know, man. I mean. Most most stuff that like isn't my thing. I'm like just kind of. I've hooked up with someone before who wanted to, you know, me to call them something weird, and I was like, "This isn't too far. It's just not for me or whatever." Right. But like, I don't know, man. I mean, I hate to yuck anyone's yum, but like, yuck anyone's yum. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just putting a pin in that for later. <laughs> yeah, um, but I mean. Uh, there are people that are into something called like age play, which is like bordering on creepy illegal shit, and it's just kind of grosses me out. Like I, I, don't, I don't know what's going on psychologically there. I don't know, yuck anyone's yum, like I said, but like mm. I don't know. You I just can, you can yuck that yum. Yeah, yeah I think can, so. You can totally yuck that yum. It's acceptable. But yeah, I yeah. mean, <laughs> what's weird about it is like there's like a woman that I was with who was. Oh like, wait, I just got yuck. <laughs> I, I just yuck. got. I just got it. Yes. I, I, I never heard that before. Yeah. And this is my first time. I didn't make Yucks that up. To their young. No, I get it, but I, just, I had never heard it before. That's and a, so I feel like anybody does. I can do whatever. Like, I just like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I just like, I feel like anybody, like, enough, I don't think, yeah, I, I think like he said, like, I think I'll see something. I'll be like, that's not for me, but still be 100% cool with people doing it because like, I mean, I do pretty 
crazy stuff myself. Just okay. saying. Tell us about it. Yeah. yeah. I don't. You tell us. Yeah. yeah. I don't tell you guys anything. In fact, you know what? No bell because I'm offended right now. Oh, looks like I just won the Nobel Prize. You know what I'm saying? Oh. You ready for your third question? Let's do it. Okay. Uh, what's something you thought you would never accomplish that you already have accomplished? Uh, definitely being published in the New York Times. I do so many whippets. It's not, it shouldn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely snuck that one in somehow. What was the piece about? I wrote a piece about um, like uh, not getting paid for your art. Mm. Uh, it was about how like I had a little viral thing one time on Twitter and then I sort of you know, watched this thing travel around the zeitgeist and then, you know, it was like ironic because I was like unemployed at the time. And then so, you know, I sort of told a story about like um, how you go through all that, um, you know, it, it raises all these questions about capitalism and art and why you do what you do. And is it only, um, you know, are you, are you trying, are you trying to make this thing a profession um, or do you like love it or both? And, um, you know, kind of the, punchline of the story is, is just like um is just bombing while being like simultaneously like you're all over the internet i'm sorry i keep cursing um yeah, <laughs> that's okay i'll just be up late editing <laughs> sorry i but i make podcasts so i'm trying to remember because i know how that that sucks um but uh you know and then the you know what's funny is a lot of the times the reasons artists don't get paid for their work is because everyone knows we love it too much and we'll do it for free you know um and so i wrote this piece about it my buddy mishka shubali actually teaches a creative writing workshop at yale and he teaches this piece at yale and i think about this sometimes while i'm delivering pizzas right and like doing horrible grunt work and living like not a compensated life for someone who is being taught in yale you know like brett (laughs) (laughs) Um. yeah um right um, I think that it was a great story. However, I definitely has to have to say no bell because you didn't address the Brett Kavanaugh shade that was thrown at you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wait, what was the joke? Because honestly, I was thinking so Because hard. you're like, my mini I'm treating, my, I'm being taught in Yale. And that's what Brett Kavanaugh was saying. Yeah, because you said like, yeah. I'm from Yale. No. The second time I was like, yo, Brett. Yeah. Honestly, I just played that off because I, I was thinking about what I was saying and I have a one track mind. And I was like, who the hell's Brett? And I forgot. That yeah. I've been that this I, Brett Kavanaugh stuff has been. I was like, scared I'd pronounce his last name wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's a callback to our first conversation. Oh, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I'm sorry that you had to lose the bell that way, but you know, <laughs> it is what it is. That's it's fine. Story, I think yeah. everybody out there understands. Also, if we, you know, if we pronounce his last name wrong, what, you know, what really harm? What harm are we doing? This is true. Yeah. Exactly. What harm are we doing? <laughs> He's the real victim in all of this, right? <laughs> People don't know how hard it is to have your last name pronounced. So, yeah. I think I like his wife because when they show the pictures oh of his wife, just like with a funny look on her face, she oh looks like God. a cartoon character. I love her. She's just like she's probably at home, like brat, brat. <laughs> you promised me I wouldn't have to deal with this brat. <laughs> you swore to me this wouldn't be part of our lives. <laughs> See? And that's really funny, but I can never do that joke anywhere but right here on this show because I would get stabbed in the throat. Like probably. Cosby's wife are going to start a support Oh, my group. God. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
Uh, are you ready for uh, question number four? Let's do it. Jake Flores, question number four. Did I say right, Flores, not Flores. Flores, Flores. Uh, you almost, I mean, it's, I was, either way is fine. <laughs> no, tell me. The, I just told you about the name thing. Well, there isn't really that like a correct pronunciation. I don't think. Like I say Flores, but I mean Flores. Flores is a okay. Spanish word. It means flowers. So like, if you were to say it with an accent, it would be Flores. But I don't walk around going because I, you know, have an no. American I mean, accent. I will. I will try to. Pro- I just want. I I will try to pronounce people's names like they want them pronounced. Sure. That's, I'm not. I'm not gonna. If you're the person who's like no with the accent, then I would do it with an accent. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're just like Flores. I'm like okay, Flores, great. Uh, no, but, I think it's funny when people do the accent because it's like they're, I, they appreciate it, but it's yeah. entirely unnecessary. <laughs> it's like the weatherman, you know, that thing where like yeah. weathermen all have those crazy names and they're or just like, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will. Um, yeah, I will. Uh, I'll just put as much effort into it as uh, <laughs> they want. Flores. Me to. Flores. Flores. Okay. Flores. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm easy, baby. You can call me whatever. Gotcha. Question number four. Daddy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Question number four. What do you nerd out about? Oh, uh, whew, everything. Uh, so much. You know, that nerdy, ner- nerdiness is such a funny concept now because it's like everyone considers themselves a nerd for liking like the most popular film franchises of all time. Um, it's kind of gone full circle and in inverse to where nerd stuff is popular. And now you're actually kind of a, um, a deviant member of society. If you like, like sports or something mm-hmm. in a lot of circles. Um, but to at least answer that in it's, it's most traditional sense. Um, I, uh, okay. So I have this politics podcast. And I have to do a lot of reading for it. Mm-hmm. I'm constantly reading like heavy, um, you know, political historical stuff. Uh, but I, for stress reasons, I break it up with Game of Thrones. I've been reading uh, the Song of Fire and Ice series, which is only five into a seven book long series. It's what the Game of Thrones show is based on, or whatever. And um, it doesn't make any sense because it's just also politics, but it's fake. It's in like a fantasy world or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I have weird dreams where they get mixed together and et cetera, or whatever. But right now, I'm very deep into that stuff. Um,. I just have the whole catalog in my head of all these different lineages and families and stuff like that. Um, video game. I used to be kind of a gamer, but I don't really uh-huh. have the time anymore. Um, but like, there's. Uh, oh wait, I like video games. Cool. <laughs> What's your favorite video game? Um, I actually have I have a, I have a, a definitive favorite video game. Me too. Uh, it is Shadow of the Colossus. That game rules. It's. I think it's one of the best pieces of art ever made. Uh, it is, it is a, just this, this weird surreal story about this uh, guy who's trying to bring his dead girlfriend back to life. Yeah. Uh, and then the, from a design point of view, like the whole idea, it's a, it's a game with only boss monsters. That's like amazing. And then every boss monster is a, a monster that's its own puzzle. And yeah. so like they made it with that in mind. They made up a language for it. They, it's it's an incredible game. They they spent so much time giving the horse a personality because it's just the player and your horse the entire game. It's not a game with a score. It's like oh wait no, I think it does have a score. You, or you could play without a score too. But it's like but the it's really arbitrary because it's like a hundred points. It's just a weird game where you just go through and try to revive your dead girlfriend by slaying giants. Yeah, no, I remember the rules. Yeah. What's your favorite game? Uh, my favorite video game is Final Fantasy VII, 
which was like this RPG um, that came out in I think 1997. That's like um, I don't know. It's kind of just right on the cusp between being like a cyberpunk, like cool, spooky, dystopian '80s thing, and like a little anime-ish, and then like a little bit of other stuff or whatever. But it's really it has this long, epic story to it that's like still kind of politically relevant and like honestly kind of prescient like um of stuff that happened after it came out so it's about these this group of eco terrorists that live in this city called Midgar and Midgar is like this spooky blade runnery city where like there's this big plate over the top of it and it's all run by one company called Shinra and Shinra is like using these these reactors to suck this stuff that is like the life force of the earth out of the earth and like manufacture all these like products and stuff and sell you like you know make a run car and all this stuff, right? Wow. So, you know what? In the game I was describing, I could barely tell you the horse's name. Yeah, you're for real. Because yeah, yeah, I was like, I love this game, but I'm just like, what's the horse's name? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might have to stop me because it goes into like Osama bin Laden and 9 11 oh and stuff God. after that. Gladly, I will stop you. <laughs> Gladly. Bell, right? What? Right. Yes, I gave him the bell because I liked video games. that was great (laughs) i was seriously like part that was like one part one of like probably 25 (laughs) that's how far into that story i was game like come with a book or do they do like an explanation at the beginning where is all this information i mean it's like you read like the you read the dialogue of the characters Um, through it so it's kind of like a book that you play almost okay that is why i did not like it uh when (laughs) no because i didn't like it. It, it it wasn't I, it wasn't uh, action-packed enough for me. I mean, I know it is action-packed, but I'm not a uh, RPG uh, battle system person. I don't yeah, like yeah. to. I don't like to say, okay, he is going to do his ray against that, and then like press a button and watch them do it. I just want to control everybody and like you know run around and jump on things. Yeah, no, it's nerdy. Yeah, it is. It's, it's super nerdy. I get it. Yeah. I get it. You win. Okay, fine. <laughs> Uh, you, uh, it's time for your question number five. Uh, this question was written specifically for you because I thought you'd have an interesting answer. Uh, what is, what's your worst run in with the police? Oh, um, well, I mean, I guess I should, uh, there's the obvious one, um, which I told before we started, but I'll give a little recap is I just got my door busted in by Homeland Security over a tweet that involved, um, you know, the theoretical killing of government agents. Um, it was about ICE. Um, I tweeted it out at Cinco de Mayo. If anyone's listening to me this, listening to this because uh, they like know me, then you already know the story probably. Mm-hmm. If anyone wants to hear the full story, I went on literally every podcast after that. Um, so mm-hmm. <laughs> the story is told in full and at length on the Majority Report and also on Chapo Trap House. Those are both really good uh renditions of it so i'm going all, all the way into it but um yeah i mean i have a government file now i mean just the government just busted me for a, a joke and then like told me they may be coming back and they're keeping an eye on me and stuff well i mean you have a larger government file right because I mean, everybody's got a government file yeah yeah but yeah. now there's like stuff in yours <laughs> <laughs> well the funny thing about it is that like you know so i live in like um kind of a like a punk loft squat sort of thing big a punk loft squat kind of um big space like art studio space but it's falling apart and uh the person who lived in it before me or we lived together and then she moved out 
was this very like goth artist sort of chick. So she uh-huh. like, made all this stuff that looked like a Nine Inch Nails corn video or whatever. You live in like you live in like the the set of college students in new- movies about New York. Yeah, totally. It. it was very on the nose. Um, <laughs> and uh, so she still had all this stuff all over the walls when the government came to my apartment. <laughs> So they have these cameras and they're fucking. They're, I'm sorry, they're taking these pictures for like their government for the government file, and it's all of the, her crazy like baby doll heads and stuff, and, like upside down crosses. And I gotta be honest, your beard isn't doing you any favors. <laughs> hey, yeah, for the cops to deal with you. Yeah. Were you home? Yeah, I was home. And your roommates were there too. Uh, okay, so. I don't think anyone was home except for maybe one person who slept through the whole thing and then just woke up in a cloud of weed smoke. And I was like, oh, thank God, you know, you weren't out here smoking weed or whatever. But he just went like, what happened? Like, how's it going? Like, he didn't even know that this happened. Um, but yeah, uh, the whole time I was like, no, don't don't put, put, make the story about the goth upside down crosses and stuff because what you're going to be doing is putting together like a okay, here's who he is, right? He's the crow, and he wants to destroy the government or whatever. Um, I I would, you know what? I think I would give you the bell for that story if uh, if I didn't know you told it everywhere else so much. Wait, let me... I let think me do, the value do, is, just, you know, it's pretty low. Yeah, let me do one. I got a, a different one. It's a quick one. <laughs> oh, yeah? Uh, yeah. Okay, so this one's, this one's pretty fun, and it's a pretty short, sweet story. I did a, a show called Sticker Treat, a couple years ago yes stick or treat is a big uh, comedy event in new york if you don't know which is um it's a show where like a bunch of people from the comedy scene submit to it if you get into it what you do is you uh dress up like another comedian or just someone from history or just anybody and then you do like a short sort of set as that person and yeah i know i i think it's a great show i think it's a great show and i know it's grown to be uh Big, but the first time that they ever put it on, they asked me to do it, and I turned it down because I was like, it just made me feel weird. It's like my idea of like, I don't know, I just wasn't, I wasn't down with it. I, I just was, I didn't, I didn't want to, I didn't want to mimic other comedians, yeah, like that were alive. I don't know, I was like, ah, eh. I, I mean, I, there's nothing wrong with it. It's yeah. just something weird about it that I just didn't, I wasn't down. That's all. I didn't like it. I thought it was really lame until I realized that what they do is they sort of roast the person, and then I liked it because the first time I saw it, anyone do it, I saw so I just saw a video of a guy who just like this is when Louis C.K. was like the king and everything, mm-hmm. and I saw some guy doing Louis, and it was like literally I was just looking at this lame like open mic guy like dressing up as his hero Louis C.K. and it was just like this is psychotic. Like this is <laughs> you want to be Louis so bad you're like putting on the orange goatee and stuff. And I thought it was that. I thought it was lame. But then I came to understand, oh, everyone roasts the person they're doing. And that I kind of enjoyed. So I did, one year I did uh, Kyle Kinane. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, did the voice and everything. You know, the whole gruffy voice. And I have a big beard. And uh, it's pretty easy to throw together. Um, so later that night I was walking, uh, I was, you know, went out drinking. Um, and was still, like I still was Kyle Kinane. And I got arrested for drinking a beer on my own stoop. Uh, yeah. Like while I was still like w- like not only was I still dressed as him, but I was you know when you do an impersonation of something, you get into the essence of them. So just almost involuntarily, I was like, hey man, you know, like <laughs> doing the voice and stuff. And I just had to go be Kyle Kinane in jail. What? Oh. They took yeah. you to jail? 
<laughs> yeah. For being Kyle Kinane. For being, yeah. That was the real crime. Yeah, I, I'm going to say yes. That's, All right. a, that's a good story. It's a good save. You well, know, why do I, I want was, these bells so bad? I don't know. It's, it's a funny thing about the show because I tell people at the beginning the bells don't even influence whether or not you get $5 at all. It's just, I think it's something Pavlovian, I would say. Yeah. We're, we're comedians and we want, I mean, we, we want attention and people to. But even people who've been on the show have not been comedians, just want the bell. Everybody wants, <laughs> yeah, everybody wants the, the bell. bell. Everybody, everybody wants the bell. Everybody oh, wants yeah. the bell. Did they give me two? Or did I only get like one? I, I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I forgot. It's okay. But maybe, I, I have to review the, the, uh, the uh, audio file so I can tell you. Because I'll write it down. It's going. It's going. It goes in the show descriptions. How many bells people have? Mm. It would go in my government file. He'd <laughs> be like, be like uh, three bells. That's what I was thinking. Is you always have an audience for your comedy because the government will always be watching you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I like to test material out on them. Here is the last uh, question. Tell me a strange fact about your mother. Oh, oh God! There's so many. Um... Uh, is it is it taking you a long time because you know so many strange facts or because you know very few facts? No, it's because I know so many. I'm trying to pick the best one. Um, okay, I've got a story that's about her, like, but it's about her parents. Like, does that work? Or should it be about her? I, I think it should be about her. A strange fact about your mother, unless it, unless it has affected her. I mean, I'm making up these rules because you asked me to. <laughs> I, there was really no rule. This is tough. Uh, <laughs> My For mom. me to listen to. <laughs> yeah, this is bad radio. Um, 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 my mom. I don't know. Uh, okay, my mom says this is how she met my dad, and I think it's true, but I also think it's too like cute. It makes me think that they're actually lying, and there's some horrible story about how they actually met, or that you know they got pregnant or whatever. But um, she was a car hop at Sonic uh-huh. uh, in San Antonio, and uh, met my dad. So my dad, who is like going to school he's like a chemist now would come in and uh still be in his like white lab coat and he would order this disgusting food he would order a jalapeno burger and a grape slush every day mm-hmm. and they would like make fun of him for eating this like horrible garbage food and then they got married um that's yeah. a sweet story yeah it's sweet that's not that weird that it doesn't have to be that weird i mean i guess i mean no bell but i mean you tried yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I feel <laughs> like I feel like you're. I mean, you, there was emotion behind your story, so I like that part. It's a cute story, but it's like yeah. weird to talk about your own mom. It's like, well, all right. So it's either going to be something really mean, which I don't feel comfortable with, or something. I know, but I uh, I could tell you a weird fact about my mom. Okay. Uh, my mom used to work at a top secret government uh, job where she tracked weapons. Whoa! Right. Whoa. That rules. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I I keep asking her if she could have someone killed, and she laughs like maybe she could, but I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. This is the weird about my mom is that uh she like um she's she's this old white lady from Kansas. She's it's weird. She's married. Why did did you call her a white lady? Because she's married to a Mexican dude. Or are you going to tell me something racist? Kind of. Okay. Um, She wouldn't let me watch MTV growing up um, for whatever reason. Um, 
you know, I don't know. I, I my thinking is well, it's like oh, you're scared of hip hop, but then she was also scared of like punk rock. Right. Just, just one of those people who just thinks, oh, the music's gonna make the kids crazy or whatever. Um, but just we show- gotta wrap this up. All right, yeah. We should- <laughs> <laughs> uh, she showed me the Texas Chainsaw Massacre when I was like nine years old, what? and I was like, but I can't watch hip hop. <laughs> uh, maybe she was like, this is. I don't know, maybe because she's like a horror fan and she was like, it's not real because it's a horror movie. Something that was just intrinsic. Yeah, but to neither was. was NWA. That was also like, you know, kind of fake. No, they had attitude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they did have attitude. I mean, I mean they played up the attitude. Yeah. Sure. Listen, I'm going to decide I don't get a bell for this one. <laughs> this is not this um, isn't going anywhere. You know what? I agree. But uh, <laughs> now is to the part of the show. Uh, is there anything else that you would like to talk about? Something you have coming up? Um, yes. So you can follow me um, on the internet. On like All my social media is on the same handle. It's at Feral Jokes, which is an anagram for my name. Mm-hmm. Um, feral, like a feral animal. Jokes like jokes. Um, I have this podcast called Pod Dame America. If you're interested in politics and the news and stuff like that, um, I plugged at the beginning of the show. And I'm also starting a live show soon uh, in Bushwick. At I believe it's going to be at El Cortez. I think our first show is going to be on October 9th if this comes mm-hmm. out by then. If not, just look at my stuff online. It'll be advertised all over the place. I'm going to have a regular stand-up show in uh, Bushwick, Brooklyn. Awesome. Yeah. Great. Okay, so uh, time to decide whether or not Jake gets $5. Oh, my God. Um, let me see if I actually have a $5 bill <laughs> so that I can show it to you. If you didn't have before. it, that would be, be terrible. kind of a bust. I didn't have a $5. I know I have at least $5. I don't know I have a $5 bill. But that's all I want to have is a $5 bill. And the answer is... I'll take that 20 <laughs> Well, oh, there it is. There's yeah. a $5 bill. Perfect. Okay, I've got a $5 bill. <laughs> uh, this is I'm starting to get suspenseful. Okay, so... I think he deserves the $5. Dude, like everybody always thinks the guest deserves $5. No, that's what I always hear. There people on the show who I didn't think deserve $5. Oh, really? Well, you didn't say it while you were here. <laughs> I didn't say anything about it. This is it. like a Kristen, what do you think? experiment. Uh, you know, I'm all in favor of... I'm a millennial. I'm in favor of everybody getting a prize. So I say $5. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Malia, what do you think? I think he should get it. He really opened up about his sexual line and uh and didn't open up about his mom that much so (laughs) yeah Mm. (laughs) um paging dr freud uh i've known you for a while and i think this is this is some of the deepest weirdest stuff i've ever learned from you like in a conversation (laughs) i think this is one of our better conversations we've ever had so you know what five dollars you get five dollars thanks victor great work i'm gonna go spend it on booze (laughs) perfect perfect Thanks for tuning in to Six Unseemly Questions. Please subscribe and rate and review us on iTunes. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.